Hi, everybody. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And we are recapping Welcome to Night Vale, Episode 55, The University of What It Is. We encourage you to listen to this episode, because we're going to listen to it. And when we come back, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. See you in a couple minutes. That was really, that was like a nice balance of like giving us some information and giving us some definitely creepy stuff here and there. I really like that. And a little bit of surprising information too. At least one twist I was definitely not expecting. And I love it when it catches me by surprise like that. Yeah, we both like looked at each other in the screen on Skype and we're just like, whoa, did she just say what I think she just said? That was awesome. Very cool. But before we get started... (laughs) I know you're like practically exhausted. What were you? Do- what were you doing today? Oh, I was at a craft show, the Scrap Exchange in Durham. If you're ever over in Durham, North Carolina, definitely need to go by the Scrap Exchange. It's a big reuse, remake craft center. A lot of fun. Grand opening party today. So that went on for several hours. But there was wow. beer, so that was good. <laughs> and you were running a booth there, right, with your stuff? Yes, I was selling jewelry, but I was telling Nathan, uh, my husband, I, I'm going to be a little wary of any more craft festivals this year because the first craft festival I sold this year that I did, I sold about 15 pieces. And the next one, I sold six. And this one, I sold three. So I seem to be reducing the number by half every time. So the next one's going to have to be like outside my front door to be worth it if that keeps going. Pretty much. But you had a, you were kind of exhausted too. What were you doing all day yesterday? Yesterday we were at the La Mesa Oktoberfest. And, um, you know, when I said, I think last week or the week before that we'd had all this hot weather and the weather finally broke and now it's finally fall. Okay, just forget all of that because it got hot again. And I know around here in my area it's been in the 80s and 90s apparently in La Mesa it hit in the hundreds so um, but it was still a really good fair and we saw friends of ours who are part of the SCA and they were doing fighting demos and if you don't know what the SCA is uh, it's the guys that well they do many things but a lot of what they do is they get dressed up in medieval armor and they hit each other with swords you know <laughs> which is fun it's to watch more, it is it's more than that though but that's what you're gonna see and uh, so we got to see them they had a booth there and that was fun and we drank some beer and I was hanging out with a couple friends of mine who are shutterbugs who can't help themselves about taking photos and since I'm addicted to Instagram that worked out well for me so it was <laughs> a good time but man that just saps all the energy out of you so I've been re- in recovery today both from the heat and the beer yes well, that's all right <laughs> uh, let's see um news for welcome to night vale uh they're just about ready to start their european tour really yep. wish i could see something like that to go to what amsterdam to belgium yeah. to see something like that i mean they're selling out these shows all over the place god london prague i mean just everywhere but any european country that i would ever want to go to they're going to have a show there so as if i didn't need another reason to go but <laughs> they also announced and this will affect us as well they're going to have a hiatus in november because they've been doing this show for two and a half years and they put out an episode every 15 days and they kind of need a break. So they said that they'll be releasing stuff and that's, I mean, it sounds bad. It's like, oh my God, on hiatus for 30 days. And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That's like two, two episodes. episodes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. They did say they'll be releasing content, but it's kind of like bonus content. So I don't know, you know, if it's something really short, then Catherine and I may be talking about other geeky stuff in the area for those episodes. We'll still record an episode though. Oh, we sure. Promise. Oh yeah. Well, we Skype every Sunday. So this is oh, yeah. you know, automatic. We will be recording something. So, But I think they've also re- released 
uh, another live episode on the uh, the pay what you want to on their website, which is really great. So one of these days we could do that. I mean, I've listened to a couple of their live episodes on the pay what you want to system. Uh, one was the debate, and one was my favorite episode ever, which is condos. So I that, love both of those. Y- yeah. You really do need to hunt up their website and go ahead and find that. And so, who knows? We may decide to recap a live episode. Yeah, this one was the Thrilling Adventure Hour crossover that they did over at Comic-Con. Would have loved to have seen that live. I don't know. Do you Have you ever listened to any of Thrilling Adventure Hour? Any N- of that? No. I mean, they're they're supposedly really huge, and I haven't heard anything about it. I'm, I'm a no. bad geek. I need to look yeah. that up. Because didn't you say, I think Nathan Fillion did an episode? Yeah. Like and Will Wheaton was actually a guest on this yes. episode that they just released, this crossover yeah. episode. So, yeah, yeah, got to look that up. I'd see it for, excuse me, I'd listen to it for Nathan Fillion, if nothing else. But it's more than just Nathan Fillion. You know, I know that sounds weird to hear me say that. There are more <laughs> important things other than Nathan Fillion. Are there, are there really? <laughs> Well, whatever. I'm just trying to be politically correct. But uh, yeah, so that one's available. And I, we, you know, that's true. Maybe we'll just, if the episodes that they're releasing for November are short, maybe we'll just listen to that. That'd be a long one, though. Apparently, they're, it's like a over an hour episode. So that yeah, might be the a good last one. time they did a live episode, they did it in two segments over the, uh, the regular uh, 15 day content sort of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's, it's pretty, pretty big episode, but it'd be worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah it would. So in this episode, it starts out with Cecil getting approached by a representative of the University of What It Is, which we weren't, I think you and I were both just kind of like, oh yeah, that's nice, that's cool, until she said that they're looking for someone. They're looking for a professor who disappeared. And uh, yeah, so he, you know, they, he went off to search this very strange town in the desert and he never came home. And Cecil was like, well... I don't know any strange town in the desert. Mm, She's pretty no. much, oh, okay. Well, if you see Carlos, please let us know. And then she hangs up. And we're like, ah! <laughs> Cecil was definitely like, I was making lots of noises, but she'd already hung up at that point. So we found where Carlos came from before he came to Night Vale. So that was one nice little piece of information. But I liked how he said that he wanted to call her back, but the only thing that was appearing on his phone was this picture of this beach in the middle of a storm and a person who was slowly, possibly almost getting pulled away by the waves. And he's like, I don't know, that's like an area code in Idaho. I don't have these things memorized, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he, he obviously had to try to you know move past that onto the regular show, and he decided to give an update on something that he's gotten a lot of calls about. Well, actually, he hasn't. But, you know, he can't imagine anyone having a different viewpoint from him. So he was going to talk about Kashik. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, dude, you're right. Obviously, you're right. <laughs> Everybody course. wants to hear about Kashik. And not only Kashik, but Kashik's kittens. Yes, who are all... Kashik is still four feet above the ground in the men's bathroom, and Kashik's kittens are all in fixed locations around the bathroom. And as much fan art as I can get about Kashik and the kittens floating in the bathroom, that's great i just think that's a perfect image especially when you keep getting little tidbits about their appearance i mean kashik has apparently been molting regularly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and you you had a uh, posted a picture of a a statue of kashik at one point that someone had given him antlers and i think there was another picture of a oh cecil holding a poor wounded kashik and he's got tentacles and oh yeah yeah. anything goes with kashik and i think the kittens are um i don't know that you can pet the kittens but you can pet kashik apparently if you've taken the right antibiotics yeah he said the petting is perfectly survivable so 
that's always comforting to know. But yeah, uh, Koshek's doing great. Uh, Larry Leroy, you know, out on the edge of town, he's actually adopted one of them and he named it Larry Leroy. So that's kind of confusing, but also cool. Very like sweet, that. very sweet. I was yeah. glad to hear that. I thought a bunch of the people who had adopted kittens hadn't survived. So I guess he may have been in the second batch. That's good. That's a plus. People know a little bit more now, so that's fine. But after that, we uh, we got to hear um, a word from our sponsors, which oh, we haven't heard We haven't heard that for ages, but it was a redo of a tweet that they did a while ago, Outback, No Rules Just Right. Yeah, but he expanded on it. It's just, you know, all the different food safety rules, you know, various things about cleanliness and don't intentionally bleed on the food. <laughs> that was awesome. But all the little slogans, like, like they were like, they're talking about, you know, all the different things with their steak and that they would say, you know, that chair is a steak and we will make you eat it. <laughs> really creepy. Or he's talking about philosophy. This is all still part of the word from our sponsors. I love that thing. He was like, if you want philosophy that is non-controversial, go to Sizzler. <laughs> what was the final slogan? Did you write that one down? Oh, wait a minute. It was, no rules. We might kill you. We've killed a lot. <laughs> That was one of my favorite. Like, I love a lot of the words from our sponsors. It's been great. The one for Hulu, I remember being really disturbing. But Hulu, the, one for Red Hulu. <laughs> the one for Red Lobster was creepy, I remember. I mean, they've always had some really good, very, very awesome word from the sponsors. But Yeah, I can't plug their Twitter feed enough. But if you can look in some of their earlier ones, it's just... Yeah. Oh, it's a, the, the word from the sponsors. At one point, it's like teeth in a pouch. And I can't even remember what it was plugging at one point. <laughs> That's all you need to know right there. But teeth, teeth in a pouch. And then after that, we got the community calendar, which we also haven't heard from in a while. I just, it's, it was delightful. And okay, now this is something random. Do you remember a little porcelain bank that our younger sister had when we were growing up? And it was because yes. she was born on a Wednesday. And it was yes. Wednesday's Child Knows Little Woe. I don't think yes. that's the real poem. I think it's Wednesday's Child is Full of Woe, but obviously I you can't so sell something like that with that on there. Right. That was what a lot of these things reminded me of. It's like, Tuesday, a day for finding what you've lost. Wednesday is a secret that's been badly kept. Friday is a plan that's been poorly thought through. And... Sunday. Oh, like Sunday. Sunday. Sunday is a lie that's been foolishly believed. It's never really... They're very, I just... I think some of my favorite segments on this show are the community calendar and the horoscope because it's just a series of very quick little sayings, one right after the other. So you just get a lot of creativity in a very tiny little space, but I've always loved them. And the best ones are the non sequiturs. Just come out, yes. of, come out of nowhere, no explanation, no rules, just write, you might die. I'll back. <laughs> After that, we uh, heard a little bit about the pawn shop is going to be having a sale. They're having a sale on people who have pawned their ideas about time, which I'm thinking, my God, all the Whovians who are listening to this are like, tell me more. <laughs> so if you need some gently used ideas about time, or if you need to pick up an idea about time that you've pawned before, and, and now you can recover it, you know, go to Lucinda's Pawn Shop. When you need it, it'll be there. And then after that, he did get to meet the representatives from the university. I don't know if you were thinking the same thing as me, but he's describing them. And I'm like, 
I thought they were going to be like the Night Vale University people. I thought they were going to be coyote faced, but I guess apparently oh, you know no, they're I from was, someplace else. So. I was just yeah. I was just thinking that they don't seem to be from someplace else. They seem exactly as creepy as somebody that would appear from Night Vale, basically. I mean, they just yeah. very very stern, be suited, be headed, totally unfazed by the fact that there's a howling mob of Nightville citizens shouting interloper at them. Oh. I, they're still a little wound up from driving out the carnival last last uh, episode. So, yeah. Yeah. And once again, it's another one of these things that really concerns me about Nightville every once in a while. When Cecil first heard from the representative of the university, he he yelled at her. This is his standard greeting to people in learning institutions. He yelled at her about the dangers of education and I'm like man I mean obviously Night Vale you know I don't judge well I do judge but they they have their own ideas about things and everything but they really like when it comes to books and learning things and everything wow they're really close-minded and I wonder if Cecil actually kind of realized that a little bit about his fellow citizens this time. Yep, because uh, they were talking about, you know, outsiders. And, you know, he's like, well, I know not all outsiders are bad. Well, okay, most outsiders are bad. But one of them isn't. So he's obviously having to face the fact that, yeah, Carlos is from outside. And he's starting to get a little concerned because he really wanted to talk to these people to find more out about Carlos. And he had a whole bunch of citizens starting a lynch mob, basically, and he had to hustle them off into one of the uh, Night Vale uh, helicopters in order to get everybody out there. So. I loved the comment that he made about what the what the crowd was saying. They're like, remember that carnival? Let's do that again. So I'm like, oh, dear. <laughs> We've gotten a taste for blood. So, of course, when things get to a fever pitch, we go to the weather, which is very nice. What was the uh, weather this time? He did that on purpose, though. He, he was saying, you know, he was like, I, I do, you know, nobody was listening to him. And he said, I will take you to the weather. And then we go straight to the weather. It was Catfish by Waxhatchee. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly but that sounds um, about right waxhachi at waxhachi.com i think so yeah yeah, yeah. might want to go to the night page to find out how that's yeah. spelled right but um i liked it you know I, di- I didn't hate it it wasn't one of those ones like every once in a while you get a weather that just you're like oh my god that just spoke to me on many levels it was pleasant you know it's fine yeah, we got the sound of the, the traffic outside so that's rather nice it's really so funny, I can only hear it through my monitors. But anyway, <laughs> it was just like, I guess there's traffic going by. It sounds like a river. Oh, but um, yeah, no, I liked, I liked it. I thought it was pleasant. It just, uh, I, I don't think it'll make it onto my top ten favorite weathers of all time. But it was still nice. Uh, so we get back from the weather, and I love the fact this was when he revealed that he saved everybody by getting them on board a helicopter while the crowd was distracted by the sudden weather, which is just <laughs> a wonderful image. You have to wonder about the idea. Oh, now now I may have an idea for fan art of having people struggling through weather, holding an umbrella in front of them and bundled up against the storm and this music pouring past them. Oh, so the sudden weather. Okay. You know. I like that. I like that a lot. But that's when he's on the helicopter with them. <laughs> he's like, tell me everything. Well, that would take a long time. Yeah, like ex- tying your shoes, you know? <laughs> that was exactly what I was thinking when he said, tell me everything. Like, okay, let's get this gag out of the way with. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but she did finally. He was just like, no, tell me everything about Carlos. And she did. And what we find out about Carlos, first of all, He's a professor of science. So that was the first type of thing. They were like, he's not just a scientist. He was teaching at this university, an actual professor. And then... Oh, yes. And then he's been missing for decades. Oh, we both like looked at each other at that point. We're like... 
decades. Mm. So that's so like how do, have they said how old Cecil and Carlos are at some point? I, no. I would guess mid thirties, something like that. I would always assume that pretty much anything between thirties and forties would probably be about it. But um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But, so yeah, yeah, not that long, not decades long enough to be missing. So no, it, no it's either no. maybe. <sighs> So now we have to come up with some theories. Like, is it yeah. a different Carlos? Has yeah. there been a rip in the space-time continuum? Is this place where the university of what it is, are they in a different dimension? Are they perhaps yeah. in some other place that's not actually our reality, but not Night Vale's reality either? So yeah. Either that or, you know, does Night Vale measure, I mean... Carlos even said in previous episodes that time does not work the same way here. He and his scientists have measured time and it runs at a different speed. So we may have been given a clue to this a long time ago. Maybe Carlos and Cecil have been together for longer than we think. You know, we're only assuming that we're getting these episodes every two weeks. Maybe they're broadcasting them once every two years. You know, Ooh, it's kind of. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Of course, very awesome. Cecil is still missing Carlos, and he's still yeah. saying on the radio, Carlos, call me. I know. And you know that Carlos is having a really good time out there because there's so much science. But but now we're going to have the University of What It Is is also going to be checking into it because they would like to bring him home, and that's going to be another wrinkle because they don't just want to find Carlos. They want to find Carlos and take him back to the university. So, I don't know. You know, that's that'll it, be it, interesting, too. You know what? It seems to be a love triangle. You know, Cecil, oh, Carlos. Science. science. Yeah. <laughs> But, of course, uh, uh, Cecil references, you know, the, it's like the classic children's book, How Many Lies. Oh, I loved his saying at the end. I mean, every once in a while, they'll they'll have some little comment that they make. And I'm like, man, somebody needs to write that down. But he was talking about the fact that he doesn't know really a lot about Carlos. There's a lot of things that he doesn't know. But he accepts that that's okay. He says, we are not one person. How lonely that would be. A couple that has made themselves one person so they're alone again. You know, it was just really like very, very it, that, that was deep. <laughs> like that. Very, very deep. deep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and there was some really cool like Disparition, obviously, I, as far as I'm concerned, they can do no wrong. I've actually gone onto their site before when I'm at work and just played a bunch of their songs one by one. But there was a nice, like, little piano piece going behind it, uh, Cecil when he was talking about this one. And I was like, oh, that's very neat. I like that. But that's it for the episode. Other than that, we have two pieces of fan art. One is from listener Ashley. This one is by a Tumblr user opsci.tumblr.com and it's a picture of Carlos and Cecil but it's all like pastels and in this kind of like um, I guess it would be almost a yaoi style you know they're very effeminate looking gentlemen and everything but the, the colors are really brilliant it's just a very adorable picture and then the other one that I ran across the other day, it's, I believe the Tumblr user is Mozart, M-O-T-E-S-A-R-T, ha ha ha, very nice pun and everything, but it's a picture of Old Woman Josie and the angels, but it's like a vector picture, so it's all very strong lines and bright colors. 
colors and um, they the angels have little halos going over their head with like an E on it and one of them is holding up their hands and floating in amongst their hands is a light bulb. <laughs> just, that has to come back with every picture of the angels and old woman Josie, the light bulb. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, that was so. one of the very first things that she said about the angels. Yes, they live in my house and they help her change the light bulbs. I still want to see at some point someone incorporating the detail that we got the last episode with seven cheekbones. Yes, that'll be next. And I still want to see the coyote-faced administrators on the campus or the coyote-headed friends of Intern Maureen. We didn't hear about Intern Maureen this time. Did you notice that? We did not. Actually, she stormed out uh, last episode, and that's the last we've heard about her. So, hmm, Mm. we were not... So we get one more episode in October, so maybe they'll mention something about that. Otherwise, we're going to have to wait through the whole hiatus before we get any more details. Yeah. Though, I wonder if... And they did say bonus material, so I wonder what goes in there. I mean, it's Night Vale, so even if it's like a little five-minute bonus material episode, I have no idea how long they're going to be, but even if it is, they could still give us some tidbits. You never know, but... Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. But, uh, yeah. but we'll be here because, you know, they may be on hiatus, but we haven't been doing this podcast for two and a half years, so we'll still be recording. That'll be fine. Yeah, maybe in two and a half years, we'll take a break. Maybe not. Yeah, that's fine. That's, uh, that sounds good. Yeah, sure. That's fine. You know, maybe I can, by that point, sort out this whole business with my microphone picking up everything. <laughs> because, uh, of course, we, you know, we'll have to take a break because, you know, sitting here and going ee over an episode is exactly as exhausting as, you know, writing and performing a whole oh. entire episode. Absolutely, sure. This is so much work, right? Anyway. So please send us fan art. We love all the fan art that we can get our hands on. Tumblr, God bless your little Tumblr hearts, man. You just put out so much awesome stuff. That is another thing. I finally found out exactly where the saying, mostly void, partially stars comes from. Cecil, it's a quote from Cecil. And it says, it's talking about the lights over Arby's. We understand the lights. We understand the lights above Arby's. We understand so much. But the sky behind those lights, mostly void, partially stars, that sky reminds us we don't understand even more. And that's apparently from episode 25. But that's that's very, very that- cool. I'm go- And that was because of a Tumblr user posting that picture. And it actually, I don't know if it's the person who created the t-shirt. It sure looks like the t-shirt. But um, yeah, I found that on Tumblr. It's a Tumblr user, Umbrian, U-M-B-R-I-N. And I apologize, I, I don't think she's the person who created the image. I think she's just reposting it. But um, thank you, by the way. Appreciate that. Because I couldn't find anybody who knew where that line came from. Because it came from about 25 episodes ago and that would be why. And I'm, I'm guessing that might be the episode when Cecil and Carlos sit in the car in the Arby's parking lot and look at the stars. I think you're probably right. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's very neat, but... Other than that, that's going to wrap us up. Uh, we will, uh, like I said, November's going to be interesting. We're not sure what's going to be going on with there, but one way or the other, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Alright, talk to y'all later. <laughs>